The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing great. How are you? I am doing wonderfully well. <laughs> we uh, celebrated 300 episodes of the Wrestle Yay! Oh, I'm Yay! on Tuesday with Mo to the underscore Reese and myself, so greatly How exciting. Gracie, greatly appreciate your contribution. Uh, to the CSPN and the WrestleCast and NXT cast, so we greatly appreciate all the co-hosts and all the guests and all the people who subscribe and rate and review and share their pro wrestling commentary with color. If you've ever yeah. been a guest on this podcast or any of those other podcasts that we've done, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys coming out and rocking with us. So continue to do that here on the CSPN for the next 300, we hope. You guys used to get me through overnight shifts. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate all of the love that we have been receiving this week. Uh, people telling us that their origin stories with the WrestleCast. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and uh, just glad that we could provide the space for people to uh, voice their opinions, have fun and, you know, enjoy themselves overall. And that's what it's all about here on the NXT cast and the WrestleCast and the CSPN. So, Miss Simi, yeah. we're coming off of last week where we ended the show with Samoa Joe getting choked out by Karrion Cross. Yeah. So, of course, yeah. to start this week's NXT, we have to have the video highlight package looking back at it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a gentleman who is not very happy, and his name is Samoa Joe. Uh, yes, he, uh, <laughs> he 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 don't have no suit on this week. Mm -mm. Uh, uh, he ready for a fight. He got to beat some. He got to choke a nigga out outfit on tonight, uh, consisting of the wrist tape, a new shirt that says "Night Night," uh, his fighting yes. pants, and uh, yeah, he was ready. <laughs> he was ready, and I was ready with him. So of course he calls out Karrion Cross. But William Regal comes out. William Regal says this isn't what they agreed to. Joe says he can't do this. He says he can't do it because he attacked the referee and not the management version of mm -hmm. Joe. Joe says he was provoked. And, he uh, was. <laughs> you know, Regal's kind of like, oh, you got me there. He said, did Regal know about Carrying Cross's field trip to Monday Night Raw? Of course not. 
because Regal doesn't control the man. Regal says Cross is on his way here, and he says he 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 says he wants things to be settled peacefully. Joe says that due to his respect for Regal, he can promises that this will end tonight. But he can't guarantee that it's going to be peacefully. But he can guarantee that somebody is going to sleep. Yes, sleep him, Joe, sleep him. <laughs> this crowd is so rabid to see yep. Samoa Joe choke out Karrion Cross. <laughs> and I am with them. Oh my God. <laughs> I am with them. My oh bloodlust is at an all time high. Oh Put him to sleep. I, I need I need him to put that man in that coquina clutch until his face turns purple. Peak bloodlust. I want it. While we're here, <laughs> yes. Carrying, as Samoa Joe mentioned, Karrion mm-hmm, uh, Cross did debut on Monday Night Raw. Uh huh. Last Monday. He did. Karrion Cross debuted on Monday Night Raw with no Scarlet. Mm-hmm. He debuted on Bad Monday idea. Night Raw with no smoke. Bad idea. He debuted on Monday Night Raw and lost to Jeff Hardy. Ha ha! I loved it. Who used heel tactics as a babyface to Great. get the win over Karrion Cross? I don't mind at all. Yep. Because Jeff Hardy is my goddamn man. <laughs> I'm never going to go against Jeff Hardy. He's the coolest person ever. And he had his old music. He had. The Jeff Hardy fucking headbanger ass music with the mesh and the face paint, and I was here for it. Lose, 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 Karen Cross. No one likes you. Neither did the audience. There were crickets, and it's not just because they were tired because it was main event. It's because you stuck, and they don't like you. No one likes you. You're boring. No, this was the main event. This was Monday Night Raw. Oh, it was actual Monday Night Raw. Oh, I thought it was main event. That was a couple See? Of weeks ago. This was. See, that's even worse. Monday Night Raw, Raw. See, that's even worse. You suck. Wow, you're bad. No one likes you. <laughs> so, Crickets. apparently, according mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know the quote-unquote reports, uh-huh. that left a bad taste in a lot of former NXT performers' mouths about how they treated the NXT champion on Monday Night Raw, the main roster. A lot of people are speculating that mm-hmm. this is Vince McMahon basically giving a big thumbs up to triple uh, middle finger, excuse me, to Triple H and his stars because <laughs> lately, except for really Bianca Belair, everybody mm-hmm. who's come up to NX from NXT hasn't really been that great or treated that well. I mean, they did put the title on Rhea, but. Mm-hmm. You know, her time on Raw has been underwhelming at best. Yeah. Well, Rhea she was not ready to get that title. She was not. She was not ready. It's clearly evident that she was not ready. I don't think it's that, like, <laughs> that much of, like, a big conspiracy that he's just like, ah, oh, if you... Because, like, if he really wasn't fucking with NXT like that, why would they have this USA deal? <laughs> Honestly, like he's he just carrying cross just sucks. He just does. If he had done well on main event, they probably wouldn't have treated him this way. 
sorry. He's um, just, he's not good. So, yeah. I mean, there, it's, I mean, I'm not going to, like, deny that when, like, NXT stars come to, like, the main roster, they can, they kind of flounder. But I think it's really because they're just like, oh, they, they're, like, weird with it. It's like either they expect them to, they expect the main audience to already know who this person is. And so they just kind of throw them to things and be like, oh, now you're frail, blah, blah. And it's just like, no. Or like they, it's, it's just weird. They don't know how to really like, like transition. Tony Storm, what, uh, yeah. even though she hasn't had like one of these, hi, I'm Tony Storm and this is what I'm about type of vignettes. Yeah. She's had the like highlights. And right. like little like coming soon, coming soon, coming soon for mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So at least it gives people a preview mm-hmm. of, you know, hey, this person is from NXT. This is what this person has done at NXT. And it's just not like what you're talking about, where they just show up one night right. and like a little corner of the audience is going crazy and everybody else is like you when Nick Gage came out. Like, Who is this yep. one? Who is this right. one? Who that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, Karrion Cross is just boring. He's just, he just is. I'm sorry. It's true. He just is. He doesn't got it. He doesn't have the flavor. I'm sorry. He just doesn't. I think a lot of people are, don't want to accept that. I think that they want to <laughs> give him the benefit of the doubt and just say that Vince <laughs> is out of touch just <laughs> because it's like, hey, Keith Lee was the champion yeah. before him. You got Keith Lee. You were so excited to get him because of mm-hmm. you know what they did on SmackDown a couple of years ago. You got him, and now like he went missing for six months. Yep. You know, so you know, it's, yeah. I think people are just starting to kind of look at the pieces of the puzzle lately for mm-hmm. the people, mm-hmm. the men's the part yeah. of NXT right. to main roster transition and going, why aren't these dudes working out? Like, you mm-hmm. know, Aleister Black. I, there's n- nothing you could have told me three years ago that Aleister Black would not be the WWE champion at least once. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Vince got him and he is just like, nah. Don't right. Care. Right. So it's like, I, I understand where, like, the conspiracy theories come from, because there is a history. There is a history. But, however, we also have to realize when they were just not working out. And he's just, he's just, he's not, okay? He's unseasoned, he's unflavored, he's unsweetened applesauce. That's what he is. It's just the truth. Okay, even he's even his, the the people in NXT crickets, <laughs> crickets, because he just he does not command anything. He has the look, but like y'all are trying real hard just because he's a white man. That's what you're doing. <laughs> okay, he's a mediocre white man. Y'all need to accept it. You need to accept it. That's what he is. I know he he has the look, you know. He's tall, he's muscular, he's attractive to some people. So he has the look, but he doesn't have the sauce. 
just does it. It's just the truth. Zaya Lee says she's got the sauce. Who? And she's going to defeat Raquel Gonzalez and become women's champion because she's been waiting her entire career for this chance. Oof. Zaya. Tyler Rust and Roderick Strong representing Diamond Mind taking on Kushida and Bobby Fish. Fish hits the spine buster, setting up the hot tag to Kushida. The hip toss to the basement drop kick drops Roderick Strong and a kick to the head gets a two count. Tyler Rust comes back in. He gets insecured, but he switches a half crab into the ankle lock. That's broken up, so Kushida pulls him into the hoverboard lock. And Kashida didn't even crank it, and Tyler Russ was like, yeah. "Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm done." Yeah, mm-hmm. That's that's the power of Kushida. <laughs> that's the power of Kushida. He grabbed his wrist and put his arm behind his back, and then Tyler Russ was like, "I'm done." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "No, no, no. We don't need to see more. I don't need more evidence that you can break my arm. You got it. I'm done. Let's go. Tap it out. Tap it out. I understand. I understand. He got out." before it could get worse. Right, right. Uh, how do you feel about, this is one of those situations where they're using a singles champion and more of mm-hmm. a tag team scenario than yeah. defending his title or talking trash or taking, or, you know, an open challenge or something like that? Mm-hmm. The, the only reason I don't mind this one it's because he actually does have beef with them. <laughs> because oh, yeah, he was did. good with... Yeah, they did yeah. attack him, right? So I'm fine with just this match right now just because, like, they did attack him. And so he's like, no, no, no. We're getting get back. You're a team? Got it. I'm going to get me a person too so that I'm not outnumbered. So this, I didn't mind. And plus, this was a really good match. I really enjoyed this. So I... Didn't mind as long as it's not like a continuous like Kushida and Bobby Fish, Kushida and Bobby Fish all the time. It was just like, well then, why'd you break up Roddy and them then? <laughs> just have Bobbert join Diamond Mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if it turns into like um, Roddy versus Kushida, like as like a feud, I'm fine with it because I think that would be a banger. So. I was just sad to see my Bobbert and Rod and Rodrigo fight. I'm like, stop. <laughs> Why do you have beef with each other? You, they didn't turn on you. This is Adam Cole's fault. <laughs> Go beat up Adam Cole together. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a very, very good match. I enjoyed this a lot, though. We see L.A. Knight pulling up to the building with Cameron Grimes driving him in the Corvette. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron, uh, L.A. Knight, excuse me, tells uh, Cameron Grimes to get all of his bags. So he's got like those, you know, the luggage set in the bag. Yeah. Bit. So Cameron Grimes is like, I got a story about bags. <laughs> <laughs> and L.A. Knight freaks out because apparently Cameron Grimes has a story about everything. Drake Maverick <laughs> comes up to give Grimes a hand with the bags, but that's not cool with L.A. Knight. So he sets up a match with Drake Maverick. For later in the evening. This was funny. He was just like, wash the car. I got it. I got it. <laughs> this was so cute. See, this is like what I wanted with like the whole Miro and like um, Chuck thing. Uh, the Chuck thing. Because, yeah, because you see it like progress, especially when we come later on into the like the, the actual match with LA Knight and Drew Maverick. Because, like, you see that, like, 
you know, um, Cameron Grimes actually being the butler and having to do all this stuff. But I really like the twist <laughs> that Cameron Grimes is just like not phased <laughs> by any of it. You have to mow the lawn. Oh, my mom used to make me mow the lawn all the time. <laughs> just going and just having stories about everything and not even caring, outsourcing his work to like a kid. Be like, I'll just pay you money because I'm also a millionaire. So I, I'm i enjoying this. I like LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. They have good chemistry together. You know what this kind of reminds me of? What? Even though um, one of the people I'm about to mention is like persona non grata uh, right uh-huh. now. And, you know, uh-huh. it's one of those, you know, one of these combinations of uh, uh, words you can't really say. And mm-hmm. people, you know, not look at you sideways. But remember uh-huh. when uh, Velveteen Dream and mm-hmm. um, God, his name is uh, and um, God, what's his name in in NXT? Um, we're doing the stuff by the pool and all that type of stuff. Oh, what is his name? Um, he was with Robert Stone at first when him. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, um, was he came, a white man? Yes, he came from TNA. Oh man, why am I blanking out on dude's name? Um, is he currently there? No, 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 no. He got released. Um, oh God, what? is he blonde? No, he had brown hair. Um, why am I blanking on his name? I know there's somebody just screaming out the name right now. Let's see. Like, Robert Stone and they can't yeah. uh, um E E um e. Oh, oh my god what and is his name um I see his face I can't think of his um if I can think of his TNA name I'll think of his NXT name because it's very okay. uh EC3 EC3 Oh okay EC3. that's what I'm thinking about uh, Velveteen Dream and EC3, they had like a little thing going where it was like a bunch of these like vignettes and stuff mm-hmm. of them trying to kind of like one up each other. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. It was really entertaining. And this is what this LA Knight and uh, Cameron Grimes uh, reminds me of. Just good yeah, character I like it. building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. And thank you to that person who jogged my memory screaming EC3, EC3. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I heard you from way over here. Uh, <laughs> we get a video on Odyssey Jones, a uh, large, a large individual who they had and wrestling a dope in. Dope ass name. Who they had wrestling on 205 Live. Yeah, this is this young brother. What? Really? Yeah, this young brother what? is. Uh, He's not that tall. He's probably about right around six feet. But, yeah, uh-huh. he looks like he weighs about four plus. Yeah. Six feet is tall for me. I'm only five six, so <laughs> everybody's tall. <laughs> Frankie Monet is... Oh, he has the dopest freaking name. You... Odyssey, that is you the like that? dopest name ever. I'm like, yo, Cam- I love this name. Cammy D is a big fan of the name, too. She was in the uh, NXT cast. Twitter spaces and yeah she was commenting the same thing that the name is just fantastic yeah uh, Frankie Monet is here she's facing a local competitor JC Jane the chin lock goes on and here is Mandy Rose to lay across the commentary table 
Uh, JC Jane fights up and hits pump kick as Wade Barrett's trying to give Manny Rose his number. A running net breaker gives Jane a two count, but Jane then yells at Mandy Rose, allowing Frankie Monet to hit the roots of Valhalla for the very suggestive pin. I mean, good mm-hmm. gosh. It's like, okay. I was like, all right. Yeah. Titties, like, titties all in my neck. All right. That's yeah. Fine. Like, it, it's so seductive. Like, right. I mean, I wouldn't mind. That's what the same. Maybe the girl does. Can, can I take the road to Valhalla? Right. That's the way. Like, <laughs> like, you can pin me. I'll just lay there. That's fine. Um, what this match really displayed to me mm-hmm. is that Frankie Monet is a very large woman. Yeah, she is. You just noticed that? I mean, <laughs> I think I've always noticed that, but mm-hmm. with the amount of small women we have in NXT at some point yeah. in these matches, it mm-hmm. just really stood. I mean, you know, like, Jessie Kamea is tall, but she's not, yeah. like, thick. She doesn't have a lot yeah. of weight to her. Like, Frankie Monet is tall and she's And thick, yeah. <laughs> Which is a great combination. <laughs> right. It's like Nia Jax. She's tall and she's thick. Right. It's great. Uh, did you so. see uh, any Twitter uh, post of Nia's look from Monday? Yes! This curly hair! Yeah, it was it. a big fan. She had some new gear and the and the yeah. hair, so people were really uh, yeah. really excited for Nia Jax, especially after you know she put out that tweet and everybody lost their mind. Right, like she was. I was like, she was gonna take a mental health break or something. Right, I was like, where you going, Nia? Uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Get your five ass back over here now. Uh, so, love. I, what I didn't like about this. Mm-hmm. And as I scroll down here, because I'm going to make sure I, I don't speak out of turn, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. is that they didn't really follow up on last week with Mandy Rose coming out and saying brands under new management. Uh, yeah. They didn't quite do enough. Like, they, it seems like they mm-hmm. should have had, like, a post-match promo or something. Yeah, or I thought they were going to. Later in the show promo right. or something. But they, they didn't. And I, and I thought that um that was a missed opportunity there right especially with like robert stone trying to be still be a part he's going he's going on the first train right back to spiral town (laughs) 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 like he was still trying to like be a part so i I thought there was going to be something so i don't know maybe they're just kind of like building it up a little bit more just like for like the suspense of it all but like i want to know what's up like is manny rose just being the manager right is is it like Frankie? What's happening with Robert? Is he going to start doing coke and drinking again? Like, I need you need to follow up on the storyline. It, it felt very AEW ish the way that yeah they, like, got you hooked on it. Uh-huh. Did a good job of doing that, and then the follow up is just like uh, incomplete. Right. It's like what what's happening here, guys? The exact, we need to know the exact opposite of what they did with Hit Row. Like they right. so on point with Hit Row. It's like right. do what you did with them for these mm-hmm. people. So right. Maybe it's love. like maybe it's because it's maybe it was just a little soon or something. I don't know, but right. like I'll I'll give it a chance because it's the next D and I trust them. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to write it with a little bit more. Kyle O'Reilly is arguing with Johnny Gargano <laughs> when Austin Theory comes in. 
uh austin theory is talking big trash so kyle riley's like all right we can get it on so right just set up for later with kyle riley saying that he is putting his dancing shoes on this is so funny he was just like so maybe we can like you know, fight. He was like, "Are you are you asking for a match?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm asking you for a match." <laughs> He's like, "You are sick, are you?" <laughs> oh, this is funny. Oh, Johnny's like, "Yeah, so you're on your own." Okay, yeah. I gotta go. You're on your own tonight. All right, good. Bye. <laughs> I was like, "How are you gonna just leave your son?" Wow. <laughs> I, I put this in the notes, especially for you, because usually I would have mm-hmm. just skipped over this. Uh, but mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. there's something uh, called the Summer Olympics. That's going on for the next oh greater part of almost like a month, and yeah. uh, at least for the next two weeks, uh, NXT is going to be on Sci-Fi. That, Do I even have Sci-Fi? That's Sci-Fi. I don't even know what channel that is on my cable. Right. Uh, oh, damn. Again, that's Sci-Fi for the next two weeks for NXT uh, due to uh, being bumped off of USA because of the Olympics. The racist ass Olympics that are trying to get all the blacks out the paint, that one? Um, mm. By trying to <laughs> mess with our gear and yep. saying that our mm-hmm. hair and wave caps and swim cap mm. give us advantages. Right. That's... Testing um, women's freaking estrogen levels and testosterone levels. Get the fuck. Yeah, but, you know, they won't let our girl compete because she had a little trees in her system, though. Mm. Yeah. Like, Boo. <laughs> Bronson Reed, he has to sit down and interview with Wade Barrett. I like these uh by the ring old school interviews for some of these. Me guys. too. Like Bronson. It gives us a chance to know more about them. Right. And like I said for Kyle O'Reilly, for guys who kinda don't even though Bronson Reed has a pretty good microphone presence. Uh, yeah. you know, his voice though doesn't always mm-hmm. lend for the interaction with the crowd. So yeah, yeah. to sit here with Wade Barrett and have a chance to, like you said, just be in depth and not have to scream and fight with the crowd. I think mm-hmm. it does a lot, especially for people like that who, you know, Samoa Joe has that voice. It doesn't matter what the crowd is saying. Yeah. You know, he's got a voice that can command. Carry, yeah, command over the crowd. But not everybody has that. And I think that's this is a smart way to to get them promo time and um, it'd be a good promo. And, um, like you said, you get some more character building as well. Yeah. Um, he's talked about how losing the North American title was a hard thing to take. He says he has to move forward, though, and that includes facing Adam Cole Bebe next week. Bronson Reed wants to fight the best, and he already shut Cole down last week, and he said he'll do it again when they face up in the ring. Woo! This is good. I enjoyed this. Cal O'Reilly versus Austin Theory. <laughs> O'Reilly sends Theory into various things on the outside of the ring. A shot to the head drops Austin Theory and the top rope knee drop to the knee connects. Then Cal O'Reilly applies the heel hook and he makes Austin Theory tap out. Cal O'Reilly is your winner. Woo! This is a good, good match. I really enjoyed this match a lot. I love my Cal O'Reilly. So this was so good. I really like how hard hitting it was. They were just they were going at it from the beginning. So and Austin Theory is a really good wrestler. <laughs> he is a very good wrestler. Now he plays yeah. that, you know, meathead jock <laughs> very well for his character yeah. as far as the character building. Mm-hmm. But if you get him in a match like this, right. where he doesn't have to do the 
ha-ha in the match, but it's just going to be mm-hmm. a straight-up, hey, athletic contest. Yes, yeah, so yeah. Austin Theory is very good at what he's doing. He's still very young, so he's learning. Yeah. And being with Johnny Gargano can only help that and bring, make that right. you know, learning curve sharper and faster. So This was really good. I really like this. Like, yeah, he's good at the, like, the dumb jock thing, but the thing is, he's still a jock. <laughs> <laughs> and jocks are good at sports. <laughs> he's very good at this wrestling thing. So I really, really enjoyed this match. It was really good. I wouldn't mind like uh, more of a feud between these two. Raquel Gonzalez has put the coat of in the back. She says she's ready to destroy Zia Lee, and then there will be no one left. And Dakota yeah. Kai is like, oh, yeah. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Like, hmm. <laughs> oh, my girl's going to turn. She's going to turn. She's going to do it. She's going to kick Raquel's head off. And you know what? I'm not going to hate it because I love Dakota Kai so much. And I know people are going to say Dakota Kai always like, betrays people. It's not always. She's betrayed one person. And that person was a shitty friend. So, <laughs> This is only two. Okay? <laughs> She's not a Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens level of always betrayal. Meh. <laughs> so this is fun. She's just looking more and more muscular and just great. And I love her so much. So can't wait for her to be champion. Legado del Fantasma. They're here for the Mariachi Madness musical, complete with the Mariachi band. But Santos Escobar says these people don't deserve it. He says he isn't here to be like Hit Row because this isn't a battle of styles. His style is to be the real champion with blood, sweat, and tradition. So, of course, when you be talking greasy, Hit Row gonna pull up. So, here they come. So, we have like this interaction of Hit Row dissing Legado and Rhymes and them dissing back in Spanish. I don't yes. speak Spanish, so I have no idea what the uh, <laughs> level of disrespect that Legado del Fantasma was sending back to Hit Row. But it was real spicy there on the stage for quite a few I loved minutes. it. They're just like, your rhymes are trashed. You're, you're doing these ABC rhymes. Like, we're not here for it. This is real music. This is real. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's great. Shots. Top Dollar is spitting a rhyme about how much better they are than Legado. Swerve is talking about how it took all three of them to beat to beat him up. Uh, Swerve can't believe that they were kidnapped in the parking lot and the guys got returned. Uh, But a challenge is made and it is on. Hit Row is ready to brawl and um, it's on. Escobar loads up a guitar, but B Fab takes it away. Swerve misses the big swing and Escobar bells, leaving Mendoza alone with the entire hit row. So the guitar is cracked over Mendoza's back and hit row stands tall. Woo. The crowd is so behind hit row. Yo, when he had that guitar, they were like, damn! <laughs> I was like, damn! <laughs> you know what was missing, though? What? Because clearly this is lets you know that Jeff Jarrett was, even though Road Dog was back there, and Road mm-hmm. well, maybe because, you know, health problems. But he should have been back. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Road Dog used to roll with Jeff Jarrett for all those years when he was hitting people with the guitar. He should have been loaded <laughs> up with that baby powder. So when he hit him, he got that poof. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it didn't made it seem like it hurt that much more. Because <laughs> I felt that crack. I was like, damn. 
Because the way my man just like folded up, he seized. I was like, hey, this is great. I want these two to feud for a long time because this is great. I love the shots back and forth. I love like the way Kibra was just all together like trash. All this. It was great. Love it. Let's do a fashion cast moment here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. For Ashanti the Adontis. The Adonis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did this man look like a toddler when they discover galoshes and they all they want to wear is their galoshes? So it doesn't matter what the weather is outside. It could be 95 degrees and, you know, if the kid wants to wear his galoshes, it's easier to just let him wear his galoshes with his jorts. <laughs> Like, I don't know. What is this man wearing? <laughs> the anger fuels him. He doesn't have time for the fashions. <laughs> he just gets dressed and gets ready to beat people up. He needs to be comfortable. Oh, no. And yeah. then, like, B-Fab had some, like, I mean, she's, she's, she's had these, like, you know, knee-high boots. Yes, she stays in a knee high boot. But this week, like, she has some, like, over the kneecap high boots. Like, yeah. What are those? Like, damn near pants. They're like pant boots. Right. You know, for a, for a while there, I don't know if it was Versace or whoever, they had, um, that, like, the leggings with the actual boot. Mm. That's what it was giving me. <laughs> but yes, this segment was great. Uh, B Fab with the great save, because, uh, uh, yeah. Santos Escobar was tuning up the band and Swerve was about to get it. But uh, B-Fab came and saved the day. And then, like you said, just the the overall tenor of this is really good. Um, there's still some people who are still trying to figure out. The hit. They're like, I don't get it, but it's something there. So, you know, they're, they're, they, <laughs> yeah. they understand that, yes, as a faction and as a, you know, dynamic that they mm-hmm. are like up and coming and they've got some real steam being applied yeah. to them but they don't understand like the the slang and the rapping and you know the way that yeah. they do it's like yeah they don't understand the, the, they don't understand they just know that it's cool they don't know why they just know that it's cool <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was hilarious uh, the way is complaining about all the issues that they've been having lately. Yeah. Indy Hartwell's saying, like, she can kiss Dexter if she wants. <laughs> no, she said Austin. Oh, yeah, Austin. Yeah, she's like, Austin can kiss Dexter if he wants. <laughs> Ken's just like, what? She's like, he's out here challenging people he know he can't beat, though. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, uh, Candace is like, I'm calling the therapist. Uh, right. She's like, do you see her? She's projecting. This is all projection. <laughs> right. Yeah. This, and Johnny's like, well, you know, he's he's just like, well, yeah, we could. We could always go back. And uh, mm-hmm. Austin Theory is like, you know, everybody's going back and forth. And so Austin Theory just kind of walks out. When they're not yeah. Going, I was like, going. oh, no. He's going to run away from home. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, but Candace was uh, playing the mom role exceptionally well here. <laughs> Disappointed mom. <laughs> like I'm out here trying to keep my daughter from being uh, abducted and, right. you know, by this older gentleman. My son is out here. Getting beat. Yeah, making challenges to people he can't beat up. <laughs> With my husband not really trying to 
advise him otherwise. <laughs> right? It's like, so you were, you were here the whole time. It's not like you had to leave, Johnny. You just didn't want to be out there. It's so rude. When he tried to do, do, do the no-look high-five and they were just arguing, he looked sad. I was like, oh, no. Poor baby. He's going to run away from home. He's got to put all his stuff in, like, a little, like, handkerchief and tie it on a stick and leave. <laughs> uh, Andre Chase versus Odyssey Jones breakout tournament first-round matchup. A drop kick to the knee sends Jones face first into the turnbuckle, and a slingshot flipping stunner staggers him as well. Chase hits the top rope moonsault press for a two count, and he charges at Jones only to get caught in like a boss man slam for the pin. And Odyssey Jones is moving on to the next. Yes, yes Odyssey Jones. Just the, I cannot get over that name. It's just so dope, and he's really good. So I, I enjoyed this match. We we almost had a catastrophe though. Yeah. Uh, Andre Chase did a, a top rope dive. Mm-hmm. I, I think Odyssey Jones was supposed to like catch him and body slam him. I think that's what the the thought was. But yeah, yeah uh, he didn't catch him cleanly. And no. uh, Andre Chase almost landed on the top of his head. That could have been real. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, shit. Shit. <laughs> Somebody has to take over the Shotzi quota of uh, near death on NXT since she's moving on to the main roster now. Oh, <laughs> MSK, <laughs> they say they're ready for anything, but Mackenzie Mitchell in the yellow again this week points yeah. out that we still don't know what MSK stand for, stands for. Wesley is about mm-hmm. to explain it, but then Imperium like takes over the feed to say that they are serious, unlike all of these goofy tag teams. They are fixing this by any means necessary. And then once the video is ended, we see uh, Wesley going, and that's what MSK stands for. Like he's cut. God damn it. You know, great emotional promo. I wanted to know. (laughs) Nephews, tell me. Put it on the Twitters. God damn it. I was so excited. They're so cute. I love them. Pilot Wren refers to them as the marijuana smoking kids. Oh, no. You know what I said? It's not wrong. Because <laughs> they do be wearing that green. Yeah. Yeah, especially Nash. I see. I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I love them, though. My ne- My little nephews. Um, apparently they're saying again, this is the scuttlebutt out there among the internet wrestling community. You know, they, the crowd has kind of turned on them Uh, lately, as far as, you know, not really rocking mm -hmm. with them as much as they were, let's say during the dusty classic and the beginning of this title run. And apparently, uh, there was three members to the group in Uh DNA and the Mm -hmm. third member stayed back. And and it seems like the scuttlebutt among the internet is that Mm -hmm. they're getting backlash for not having all three members of the group. I mean, maybe Homeboy didn't want to come. Why is that their fault? It's not, but you know. (laughs) Yeah. That, people. that side of the wrestling community, you know, they they always they they operate yeah. a lot differently than we do. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see so much. I'm just like, can you guys freaking relax? 
damn <laughs> sometimes people just they just get all up in arms for like every little thing oh these ticket sales didn't go as much i'm like yo freaking watch your ticket sales now do you have shares in this company relax calm the hell down damn i think so- people are so thirsty for a true yeah. wrestling war again like a big monday night war that they're almost like the beginning of the east coast west coast hip-hop feud like they're almost right egging it on to happen right it's just the like talk and what they're interested in you know what i'm saying and and the way that they're person every like you said every little detail to come up with a hey guess what uh we won the 18 to 49 demo this right. week we beat monday night raw hey that's a notch in our belt you know it's just like okay but i just think that people right. are so they they just want it so bad and it doesn't mm-hmm. help that AEW is always poking 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 yeah you know just like mm, lord i just sometimes just say like, you guys need to freaking calm down Go outside. Touch some grass. <laughs> Please. Please go go outside into the sun. Your skin is begging. Begging for some of that vitamin. Begging for some of that vitamin D. Go outside. Touch some grass. Put your foot on some dirt. Talk to a person from a safe distance. Please. Like, interact with people outside your goddamn computer screen. And put on some goddamn deodorant. Because I'm going to these wrestling shows in September. You bitches better not be fucking musty. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan, they want to have a scrap with Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa next week. Mm-hmm. So now it's LA Knight versus Drake Maverick. Maverick snaps off a of Hurricane Rana and nails a high crossbody for one count. LA Knight runs him over but stops to yell at Cameron Grimes, allowing Drake Maverick to grab a roll-up pin and get the win over L.A. Knight. Yes. So you know. It was his fault. It was L.A. Knight's fault. He <laughs> told Cameron to hold that title up. He was just t- doing what you told him to. Not his fault. Your ass got, <laughs> got freaking ran into it. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> uh, post-match, L.A. Knight beats uh, Drake Maverick down, but Cameron Grimes pulls him off. Grimes goes to leave, but L.A. Knight orders him to punch Maverick in the face. He has Grimes' word, so Grimes reluctantly hits Maverick and eventually leaves with L.A. Knight. But he's very conflicted in in doing this. I was like, oh. See, now this is a story. He's like, I don't care what you do. You can punch him, you can kick him, but whatever you do, you need to like be violent or assault this man or something he said mm-hmm. yeah. yeah la night still slipping on the uh let me talk to your shirt though they, they <laughs> i don't know what the whole i know where is it yeah with like a megaphone at the end a gold one because <laughs> he's loud as hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're this th- that's that's money to be made and, and right and they are not pulling the trigger on making this money like hop on this Damn it, it's his catchphrase. Put it on a t-shirt. Right. But this is good. I like this storyline. See, this is the stakes. Like, he's doing, like, the, all the other stuff, like, he can just be dumb and have fun with it. But, you know, when you have him attacking other people, it's conflicting with his morals. See, this is good. 
so that when eventually he beats the shit out of LA Knight and takes that championship back, it's going to be even better. I like it. NXT is definitely in the midst of telling a whole lot of long stories right now. Yes, and I like that. A guy who looks a bit like Karrion Cross arrives to the <laughs> arena and Samoa Joe jumps him, only to be told that Karrion Cross came in through the front. Because mm, he's a punk. <laughs> so now we have Zaya Lee versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. The half crab is broken up and Gonzalez hits a good looking dropkick for a two count. Zaya Lee rolls her up for a two count and kicks Gonzalez in the knee. There's a running kick for two more, but Gonzalez runs her over. The Vader bomb, she does a Vader bomb and she spins into like a backsplash. So it's like a Vader bomb into a senton. Yeah. Looked really good. Wicked. Uh, Gave uh, Raquel Gonzalez a two count. But hold on. Mm Mm-hmm. Zia Lee appears to be hurt. The medical staff comes in to check on uh, Zia Lee. After a few minutes, they allow the match to continue. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez takes it home with the lifting power bomb. She pins Zia Lee and she retains the NXT women's title. Uh, Zia Lee st- appeared to still be hurt um, after the match. I-, I-, I don't know if she like just knocked the wind out of her. Yeah. Or like, I was worried. Landed on her funny bone or mm-hmm. what? Because it was like she was clearly in distress. But she right. wasn't in enough distress where they threw the X up and was like, mm-hmm. you know, let's just get get her out of here. So I, right, I right. Okay. I yeah, because I was worried too. I was looking for the X because like when she did it, and then there were I was like, is this like kayfabe where it's like that she's really selling this injury or is she really freaking hurt? Because that move looked. Like, it will hurt. Like, I don't know if maybe she landed on her rib or something, but I was just, like, I was worried. I was like, is she okay? Is she all right? <laughs> I was so worried. Yeah, that stinks for Zia Lee, man. Um, yeah. You know, she done a lot to transform herself from, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. She transformed herself from hanging out with the, Caden Carter's and Casey Catanzaro's of the NXT into, mm-hmm. you know, a main event scene, building yeah. herself up to get this title match and being a, a, a credible challenger, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think in a lot of people's eyes. And, yeah. you know, to get hurt and, you know, not be able to wrestle the full match at, you know, her top condition. That's sad. I, I really, right. uh, uh, that's why I'm saying I really just hope she got the wind knocked out of her. Right. And, you know, it's nothing more than that. Right. I'm hoping she was just really good at selling it. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping is that she's just, she's just really good at selling like this injury. Cause I was like, oh shit, is she all right? Cause that's a really cool move, but like, it looks like the wrong thing and like your whole shit is done. <laughs> yeah. It definitely is one of these things where you gotta have, um, you know, you got to have your precision just right. Yeah. Just right. I'm trying to find out on Twitter here if they have any uh, update on Zion Lee. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's actually put in. Because, you know, it's the only place to get your news. Yeah. Uh, she's apparently okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't, let's see. I'll read the, click on the article here. It's one day ago, cage side seats. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, was paused last night. It's trainer Chet Nozali. After she took the spot from the champion, went ahead to continue. Everybody says saying that she had a broken rib. Uh, she appeared. They said that she appeared okay backstage. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So maybe it was just uh, like I said. She just had the wind knocked out of her. Okay. Is this, uh... Because you're right. It's very scary. The move is mm-hmm. a very good move to have in her arsenal. Right. But, like, ooh, you got to just, like, be very careful with it. Mm-hmm. So, as, like, Raquel and Dakota are leaving out of the arena, here comes Samoa Joe down to the ring. <laughs> he demands that the young champion come out here right now and take his beating. Karen Cross pops up on the screen to say that this is his world now. He is the new beginning, and the title means that he can go anywhere and do anything he wants. For example, <laughs> and then we cut to a knocked out William Regal on the pavement. Karen Cross says, Hey, Joe, do you still feel like you're in control? Cross gets in his car and leaves, and we see Samoa Joe showing up just a bit too late to end the show. Boo! You're a punk bitch, Karrion Cross. That's why you came in through the front. That's why you snuck out the back. That's why you attacked William Regal, who you knew wasn't going to put hands on you. But you know who is going to put hands on you? Samoa damn Joe. And that's why you ran away scared. Because you're scared. Mm. See? Oh, ooh, I can't wait until he loses that championship. Beat his ass. <laughs> Beat his ass. Please. Beers are so bad that they're like, oh, no, he can't compete. So he has to vacate the championship. And then they have a number one contenders match. They have a little tournament to give the championship to somebody else. Kyle O'Reilly, because he deserves it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they definitely need to work that situation out where Joe Mm -hmm. wins the title from him. Can't claim the title because this was, like, in their minds, just a one-off. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, like we said last week, just have a huge company-wide tournament um, for the title where if you, even if you're in, like, even the guys from MSK have a chance to win the championship just because a person mm-hmm. in management won it, you know? Yeah. I think that would be so cool. That would be, mm-hmm. like, an awesome way to lead all the way through summer. So like yeah. what I would do is I wouldn't even book it for a SummerSlam weekend. I'd wait and mm-hmm. start it until after that and stretch it out long enough where it goes all the way to Survivor Series takeover, and that's where you have that last match. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... As long as Kyle O'Reilly is the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Let my man Eric Guitar with the championship again. Please. 
give him better music. Ah. Yeah, let's start there first. And then, and then once he gets better music, maybe the music will bring him the title. Because he had championships when he had the cool music. And he had, he yeah. had no championships so far with his new music. It sucks. It's Freaking bad. employ Josiah Williams again. And be like, Josiah, give him good music. Please. Good Lord, he deserves This was a hell of an episode. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe out here looking to harm and maim people is my favorite version of Samoa Joe. Favorite. Oh, also whisper threat Samoa Joe. <laughs> I need him to ooh the whisper threat. Also a favorite. Um, just everything here was very good. Um, you know, like we said, unfortunately, Zaylee got hurt uh, before they could, yeah. you know, get to the proper end of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler Riley. Austin Theory was good. Odyssey Jones with a nice debut. Hit Row, Legado de Fantasmus interaction. Fantastic. Now see how like you see how they had what? They had they haven't had have they had a six man tag? Maybe. But I don't think so. I know Swerve I know Swerve and Santos uh had a couple of matches. But I don't mm-hmm. think they've done like the big six man tag yet though, right? Not yet. Not so, yet. But look at how well they built it, though. Yes. Yes, exactly. Santos Escobar cutting that promo last week, talking about how he don't like nobody. He don't like Hit Row. (laughs) This person don't like that person. Then (laughs) Hit Row coming out last week, like, oh, we heard you was talking. We heard you was say. And they was having that bickering back and forth, but it really wasn't, like, on the mic. It was just kind of like, you know, the camera was picking up what they were saying. And then this week, they basically do the same thing, but this time it's on the mic. So you can hear what everybody's saying. I think they're doing a great job of building that up without them being physical. Yeah. Wasting matches and wasting matchups. Exactly. Like, this is good. Like, build it up with the promos and all that stuff. And then when it finally gets the fisticuffs, we're like, yes, because they've been talking shit and we're rabid for the fight. Right. So good. Right, right. Like we said in the review, thought they could have done a little bit more with the uh, Robert Stone brand and the fallout from last week. Uh, mm-hmm. But they did not. So maybe next week that will be more of a focus. But Hopefully, because uh, I want to know, like, what is Mandy Rose's deal? Right. Is she here just to manage? Is she here, like, what's going on? Right, right. I'm with you in that regard as well. Uh, so your thoughts on this week's NXT? It was a very good show. I enjoyed it. I love Mr. Mojo Threatens People. It's great. Keep going. Choke Karen Cross out. I can't wait for it to happen. Can't wait. I enjoyed the Cameron Grimes and LA Knight like storyline that they're giving. So that was really fun. Uh, love, love, love. Hit Row versus Um the Gato. That was really cool. I liked Austin Theory versus Kyle O'Reilly. I want them to have a little match, a little, like, feud going. I'm sad about the disintegration of the way. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, go get your son before he runs away from home. So that was good. I really enjoyed Diamond Mind versus Kushida and Bobbert. That was really good. Love Kushida. Love it, love it. So that was really cool. Um, uh, what's your face? Frankie Monet versus local competitor was also good. I just want to know what's happening with that storyline. 
Like, we just need to know, like, what is Mandy Rose's deal? What is happening with the Robert Stone brand? Are we going to follow up with what's happening with Aaliyah? Any of that. So I want to see what's happening there. The women's championship match was good. I'm still worried about Zaylee. Hopefully she's just a fantastic seller. But it was a good match. And I'm waiting for Dakota to kick Raquel's head off because I know it's coming. <laughs> very good episode. Enjoyed it very much. Well, unless there's anything else you'd like to add about Karrion Cross or Tony Storm coming up to SmackDown this week. Oh, it is this week. I can't wait. Uh, what do you think so far of Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart on the main roster? What we've seen. So I don't. I don't know why they they keep they keep beating the tag champs. So <laughs> that's the thing. I'm just like, what? What's happening here? But I think they'll be good on the main roster. Mm. I think they're both very good wrestlers. It's just the storyline of just like all the sudden it was like cut off on NXT is just still a little jarring to me. But you know, we move. This is what it is now. I think really Shotzi is just gonna be over like Rover because <laughs> she has it the tank, the look, the freaking dangerous ass wrestling moves. <laughs> so I think they'll be good on here. It's just let's stop having to beat the champs at least right now. Like give them like jobbers or something to like build them up as a team if they're gonna just be a team or if they're gonna be singles i don't know what they're gonna do but we'll see all right so now it's time for your shout outs and thank yous miss Woo. so shout out to you don as always shout out to the Vasocast family shout out to the cspn family shout out to the listeners Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys in the hashtag because I love your commentary. And another big shout out to the Rafflecast on your 300 episodes. Yay! We (laughs) greatly appreciate it. So give yourself a round of applause too because you're a big part of it. I'd like to give a shout out to... Mo to the underscore Reese, Miss J to the Max, Miss Didi Jonay, Sam, Greg, Classic Materia, um, Anwar Starwin, uh, Miss V, Miss Jupiter Julep, Miss Elisa, um, and uh, Anwar Starwin, I got him, I think. Um, Quintessential R, um, trying to think about some people who've really been down from the beginning and sat in on a bunch of shows with us. In the very beginning, as guests on this uh, journey that we're on, but all of you people that have graced our presence, we greatly appreciate you. Continue to listen and support us. Go to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says "Keep Our Podcast Free." Go buy something from our sponsor, just because we would appreciate it. Uh, become a patron as well. You can hear more Miss Simi and her glorious rants and her takes on the AEW <laughs> Women's Division over on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. We review AEW Dynamite over there. There's also pre and post show conversations from uh, recordings that get posted as well. So there's some wrestling content. There's some also not wrestling content on there as well. So you just have to kind of, you know, 
listen to the shows and get the mood of what everything is. But some good stuff over there on the Patreon page. Um, continue to rate, review, share the podcast with your friends, with your family. Um, give us those five stars on iTunes or wherever you can rate and review so people uh, see those five stars and give us more traffic. See, more traffic equals more listens and more listens equals possibly somebody trying to give us like five bucks a show uh, to uh, you know hawk one of their products but until then Mm -hmm. just go to the cspn.us click on the tab that says keep our podcast free and shop with our sponsors and that'll help keep the show up and running for free each and every week on the web so for my co-host Miss Simi I am your host Don DeLaRente this has been the NXT cast please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye-bye. See you in the hashtags. Tick tock, tick tock. Guess who's come to smash your clock? It's not what I wanted, and it's certainly not what I had in mind. When me and you agreed that you would come back here to NXT, you knew exactly what I had in mind. You cannot be calling out superstars. That is not your position. Incorrect! Incorrect, Regal! I can't, because the agreement was, if I was provoked, you can consider me provoked, and I'm here to fit out the consequences! But last week, you entered the ring in a referee capacity. Cross put his hands on Samoa Joe, the referee. Not Samoa Joe, NXT management. Semantics. Semantics. You, of all people, are to come out and explain to me the ridiculousness of semantics. Let me explain something to you. Cross is out of control. Cross needs to be put down. You have no control over him. Did you know about his little field trip to Raw last week? You don't because you don't control the man and you know it. And I, I am here to put him under control. Joe, just so we understand each other. Cross is on his way here. When he gets here, all hell will not break loose and you will solve this problem peacefully. Do we understand each other? Don't say another word unless it's the right one. Because of my deeply held respect for you, I can guarantee that tonight will be the end of this. But I can guarantee it'll end peacefully. And I can guarantee you, somebody tonight is going to sleep.